What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Boiling Thoughts podcast. I am your host, David, and this is episode number three. Yeah, I think let's get started and roll the intro. So, hello, welcome to the episode number three. And I'm doing a solo podcast today by myself, me, myself and I. I have a lot that I want to talk about. Um, Before we actually get started, I have some reviews from you guys that you've shared on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, Anchor or wherever you want. Um, I'm going to read some of them. Let me tell you, I finally figured out how to find all of my Apple Podcast reviews because some of them weren't like available for me. I couldn't see them and it was very confusing. I didn't understand why. And then I realized that I need to switch to different country on the Apple podcast website. Like I need to change the country in the HTTPS code, like in the link. It's very complicated. Apple, I don't know why you do it like this. You could just bring all the reviews together. But Apple decided to make it complicated, but I'm not complaining. I I managed to find them. So let's get started. The first one is from Lexi. And Lexi said, this was recommended to me by a friend and I'm loving it so far. I can tell that David is such a sweet and genuine person and it really shows in his podcast. Listening to it really brought a smile to my face and makes me think about my life and even made me add an anime to my list. Can wait for more. Lexi, thank you so much. That is so sweet. And thank you to the friend that recommended you my podcast. Next review is from Saul the Martian and he says... This is a great podcast. I'm so excited for more episodes. Thank you so much, Martian. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for the five stars. Next review is from Noah. And he says, Turbitur, 12 out of 10, would recommend this to anyone. Remember me when you're famous. Noah, I could never forget you. And thank you so much for the review. I really appreciate it. Okay, and I'm going to read the last one. It's from AJ. And AJ says, Hi, David. I have been listening to your podcast while doing homework and it has been helping me focus. I love this week's episode. Thank you. AJ, I thank you. I really appreciate it, and I'm glad it helped you focus. That is incredible. Honestly, I can't imagine listening to a podcast during, like, homework or school. I wouldn't be able to focus on school, but AJ, that is just incredible. Thank you so much. Moving on from the reviews, I've decided to start this thing to make the podcast more interactive with you as a listener. I've decided to do this segment that will be at the beginning of every episode and it's going to be called the boiling thought of the day. So basically what the boiling thought of the day is, it's just a thought or an idea you have or that you are thinking about recently and you will be able to share it with me and I will be going through some of them on the podcast. So today I can share mine, boiling thought of the day. Um, I'm actually really sad I don't know, I feel like I'm not excited that winter is ending and then spring is coming. Like everyone is talking about winter is coming to its end and we have spring. And I don't know if I'm excited about that, to be honest. I really love winter. I love to do winter activities. And the one thing that I don't like about spring, like don't get me wrong, I like it. But the pollen and the flowers and my allergies, they get so crazy during spring. Like they start. And over the past few years, I kind of managed to somehow cure my pollen allergy and like keep it down and calm it down a little, but it's still there. 
I hope it won't be as aggressive this year as it was in the past few years. Just every time spring comes and all the pollen from the flowers and plants, I'm like, oh god, the runny nose, the sore throat and eyes is here again. That's something I was thinking about lately and I just like winter generally, I don't know. I love the activities, I love the sports you can do during winter. I don't know, I don't want it to leave already. But whatever, this was my boiling pot of the day. And I will figure out, it will be either like a Google document or like a survey that you will be able to fill out and put there your boiling tad. I will keep you updated. Make sure to follow me on social media and the official Boiling Tads podcast Instagram account. I will definitely share the news and updates there. What I was thinking about lately as well is that it's been almost a year or already it is a year since the virus has started and the whole world basically went into a lockdown and around this time one year ago i was so fortunate and able to actually travel it was in february at the beginning of february and i went to prague with my two friends and with my best friend and we went to see a concert to see melanie martinez and to the apple museum and we just had so much fun And I was just so fortunate to experience this and go before the pandemic hit. And what is like crazy is that it was just like February 1st. It was the beginning of February and there were just like few talks going around about the virus. Like the media wasn't really sharing anything. It was just me finding about it on the internet or like more people heard about it, but no one actually cared at that time. And I was already kind of scared because, you know, I was going to big city, Prague, and to a concert where there's a lot of people and a museum. So I already bought a mask. I remember going to the... I remember going to the drugstore, I believe so, or the pharmacy. And I was like, do you have surgical mask? And they asked me if I'm scared about the new virus. And I was like, yeah, I'm traveling to big city, so I kind of want to stay protected. So I bought few for me and my two other friends that went with me. And I was already like, super careful and kind of scared and just wanted to stay safe and we went there by train it was actually the first time i traveled alone and it was like a long journey because from where i left to prague is like six or seven hours it was six or seven hours by the train but since i had company it was so much fun you might be asking like why did i go there I did not even plan on going to the concert. I didn't know Melanie Martinez. Like, I did know she exists and she's an artist, but I didn't, like, actually know any of her songs or albums. I just knew she's out there. And my best friend is actually a fan. So she wanted to go to the concert really bad. And she was like, I wish I could go, but I don't have anyone to go with and I don't want to go alone because it's really far and I don't want to, you know, it's kind of scary to go alone to a big city and to a concert especially so I was like you know what I'll go with you what can I lose at least I'll have an experience I've never actually been to like a huge concert before so I was like you know what I will go I will get to know the artist maybe I start liking the artists we will see we can have a nice trip and we can like um connected with other activities like we can go to the apple museum and see other sites in the city because Prague is such a beautiful city. If you ever have a chance to go to Prague, make sure to go. It's one of my favorite cities in Europe. 
So I did tell her I'm going with her and one other friend joined us. So it was three of us and we went there for two days, one night actually. And as I said, it was seven hours by train. We had so much fun. Like the train was really pretty. We had food, we had drinks, beverages, music. I actually managed to learn a lot of lyrics for the songs on the seven hour train ride. Like I was listening to the songs and the album on repeat and I started liking the songs more and more as I was getting excited for the actual concert. So it was like a lot of fun. And yeah, we finally got there. We had to find our apartment and it was kind of in the center of the city. It was like a very good location, very busy one as well. And so we went there and we were so hungry and we were like, where are we going to get food? And all the restaurants and cities were probably expensive and full and we didn't have reservation. So I'm telling you the two days we were functioning on McDonald's and Starbucks. Like we didn't eat anything else. We probably had just McDonald's and Starbucks the whole time. I'm not complaining. It was good. I enjoyed it. Oh gosh, imagine if my parents saw that. They would be like, you need to go get a soup. You need a normal meal. No, I, I can do it like coffee and a sandwich and a good chicken nugget can make me happy. I don't need more. I don't need a soup. <laughs> but whatever, that's not the point. So it was very exciting because it was like my first big trip. And I was there with my friends, so it was a lot of fun. And yeah, the first day when we came, it was the night of the concert. So we just went to the apartment, you know, got ready. And we went to the hall or the center where the concert was supposed to happen or happened. And it was supposed to start at 9 p.m. And we went there at like 5 we were thinking we're going to be definitely the first people in the line. Like, no one is probably waiting there already. It will be so empty. We will get to the first row. Do not worry. We got there at five, four hours before the concert was supposed to start. And there was such a huge line already. It was covering the whole street and the whole corner. We somehow managed to get into like the half of the line. It was a very weird line. It wasn't like the people were standing. They were kind of leaving and coming. So we kind of managed to get to the middle of it. And I remember the first like 100 people got a wristbands or something. And they got an early entrance. And also the people that had the VIP tickets. We had just normal um, tickets for the floor. So as the 100 people got in, we got like super close to the entrance. And then, like, after a few minutes, they eventually let us in. And we got there, and it was so crazy hectic. I was kind of scared, to be honest with you. Um, you know, when you go to, like, a big concert like this, and in a big city, you kind of have these worries. And you kind of get scared, because you probably know that there were some accidents and incidents that did happen at a concert. And, you know, you just have this respect, and... You are like naturally scared, but they were like kind of checking everyone in their pockets and with these metal detectors. So I was kind of relieved. Well, when we got in, it was so crazy. You were just supposed to leave your bags and coats um, like in the in the entry, like when you enter the building and you were also able to get their drinks. 
they only had like energy drinks and Red Bull. So we got that and then we rushed down to the actual concert hall and we somehow managed to get there. We were standing on the floor and I already saw people like running towards the stage. So I started running with the friends so we can get as close as possible. And we managed to somehow get to like the third row. It was like the third row from the stage. It was so close. It was incredible. So we were really lucky. But one thing I realized that day that I hate about concerts is that I'm a very tall person. Um, I am six inches four and that is 193 or 194 centimeters. I'm basically tall. I'm a tall boy. Well, and people do not usually like that at concerts because, you know, tall people are like columns and you can't see what's in front of them. So I kind of felt bad for the people behind me. I mean, I think I let like a person or two, like two small girls, like come in front of me, like it's fine. I don't, I don't care. I also tried to not really stand out that much. I tried, okay? It wasn't like I was doing it on purpose. I can't change my height. And it was very funny because there were like a few other people that were as tall as me, but they weren't standing next to me. Like they were in different areas of the hall. So when the actual concert started, I feel like I was very visible to the artists and to the dancers because other people were in the height of my shoulders. So my head was probably like sticking up the whole time. And I felt like I was making an eye contact with Melanie and the dancers the whole time. So it was kind of cool. It was a nice experience. That was like a perk. I didn't need a VIP ticket and, you know, we kind of met. <laughs> Our eyes kind of met. And it was so cool. Also, let me tell you, as I said, we got to the hall. Uh, we got um, in front of the hall at 5 p.m. And the concert was supposed to start at 9 p.m. Well, let's say we are waiting for like an hour outside. So it was 6 p.m. when they let us in. And then the concert actually started at 10. So we were standing four hours at one spot, like on the floor in front of the stage. For four hours, it was crazy because when you are on the floor, like in the general section, you are like smushed between the people. You can't even turn around or move. So you can't leave for the toilet, you can't leave to get drinks or anything. So we were standing there for four hours. It was crazy. And after the four hours of just standing and waiting, there then came the actual two hours of the show. I've never experienced such a pain in my back and shoulders. My legs somehow did not hurt at all, but my back did because it was crazy. I felt like my spine and my bones are about to break into one million pieces. So I don't think I'm ever buying a general admission ticket for the floor ever again. I would either invest in like a VIP ticket so I don't have to wait or get like the seating seats on the sides. Let me tell you, general admission is for people that are like dedicated. And I felt like I was dedicated, but I wouldn't do it again. So that's my advice. But it was it was honestly like a workout. It was crazy. And we had this one Red Bull. We shared three people. It's so crazy thinking about it now. Like 
oh my god, I can't imagine sharing a drink with anyone else, like, at this point. We didn't have masks, and there was, there was, like, 10,000, not 10,000 people, maybe less, like, thousands of people inside, just breathing the same air. Thank god the virus wasn't in the country at that time, because we would be, we would be done. Well, it was such a great show, though. Like, it was definitely worth the wait, all the standing, all the pain, because... Melanie, she's such a great performer. I like her songs. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan ever, but I really do like her songs. And she's such a great performer. She didn't have any breaks. She was going song, song, song. And she, I think she did have like an outfit change for every single song. She did change. And it was like so quick as well. It was a minute. It wasn't like she went um, behind the scenes and was changing for 10 minutes. It was one minute. It was crazy. And the visuals, the sound, the smell. She has this song called Strawberry Shortcake. And during the song, they were like putting this infused strawberry air scent into the hall. And you could smell it. And she was dancing in like a cake. It was crazy. It was the it was such a great experience. So I definitely do not regret going or standing or waiting or being in the pain because it was definitely worth it. I also got like nice photos and videos. I've never actually shared them anywhere. I think I might have shared a few on Twitter. I don't even know. But it was great. I would say 10 out of 10. Definitely would go see Melanie again. Like I would honestly go to uh, whatever concert or whatever artist because I feel like every concert is an experience of its own. So if you ever have a chance to go to a concert or live show, definitely go. I'm sure you won't regret it. Maybe if you stand for five hours like me, your bones and your back and spine will kind of regret it, but I'm sure it will be worth it. Before we actually went to the actual concert, we arrived to Prague at like 2 p.m. and we had time basically until 5. So we, you know, we checked in the hotel, the apartment, and before the concert, we did go to see the city a little, and we went to the Apple Museum. I actually didn't know that there was an Apple Museum before. I was in Prague like five years before this concert. Maybe it wasn't there even at that time. I don't know. But I found out that there is an Apple Museum. I actually found out through Justine and through her video. It was in like 2016 or 17 when she went to Prague and she went to the museum and I was like, oh god, I definitely have to go there and I need to go see it. So we did, went to see it, all three of us, like the friends. I posted some pictures on my Instagram like a week ago or two weeks ago. It was like the one year anniversary since we went there and it was such a cool experience. If you're a if you are an Apple fan and you would like to go see the Apple Museum and you have the chance to see it in Prague, definitely go. You won't regret it. Like, the ticket is super cheap. I just recommend you to go see it if you're an Apple fan. It has, like, original pieces from 20 years back and some original clothes that Steve Jobs apparently wore. It was so cool. If you're an Apple geek, you will fall in love. Also, now during the pandemic, it's probably closed but you can do an online 3D tour. I think it's free. So definitely check out the Prague Apple Museum website and 
check it out, I'm sure you will love it. And yeah, this was my experience in Prague around this time last year. Well, what happened after the concert is that we went to our apartment and it was like midnight probably at that time. So we just fell asleep, but we had to wake up kind of early the next day so we can pack again, go grab breakfast and go see the city a little. And then we went on the train again, seven hours and we were home. Honestly, I would do it again in a split of a second, especially now after I've been home for one year. I mean, it's not like I haven't left the house or the town in one year, but you know, I haven't had an experience like this since this experience because it was just not possible. I'm just, I just can't wait until the things get better and People hopefully will be responsible and we will manage to fix the situation as human beings if we will think about each other and be responsible and just somehow try and, you know, take the precautions that are needed. I think we'll be able to overcome it. And with the vaccine and everything, we just need to listen, you know, to scientists and our government. Please believe that. Do not believe some Facebook posts because just don't do it. Since now, during the pandemic, you know, I have a lot of time. I can focus on creating content, doing my streams, but I also focus on school a lot, and I was actually thinking about school a lot lately, because next year is my last year, my senior year of high school, and I'm excited to go to college, but I have this dilemma, and I still cannot decide what college I want to go to and which country especially I want to go to because as a European student I kind of have a lot of opportunities and options because most colleges in Europe are free for European students. So I can stay here in Slovakia where I live and go to our capital and study there but I also can go somewhere else. I can go to the northern countries like Denmark or I don't know Finland And I would love to have that experience. I just can't decide. You know, I can actually try to get a scholarship for a US college as well. You just need to have the will and you need to try actually. And you are able to do anything. So we will see. I will keep you guys updated. You asked me a lot if I've decided what college I want to go to and where and what do I want to study. That is a dilemma of its own. I just can't decide. I want to study like business and economics and marketing but I also want to study computer science and like video game creation or like something with media I don't know I just have so many things I'm interested in and I somehow can decide and I know on college you can somehow migrate between these and change them over time I just really want to think about my decisions and make good ones so I won't regret it later, but we will see. I'm sure I will figure something out. I still have a year and a half to decide and choose, so wish me luck, honestly. And it's so crazy how fast time flies. I feel like yesterday I was just a middle schooler and I was applying for the high school that I go to now. I actually go to a bilingual school, some of you guys know that, and I study in English even though I live in a non-English speaking country and I'm really happy I decided to go to the school because it kind of helped me improve my language and since English is not 
my first language. I naturally am not like the best at it, but I'm trying. This is me trying and I have to give credits to the school because it helped me a lot. But also, if you are trying to learn a different language, do not rely on the school-ish professional part of learning the language, but you have to somehow cooperate with it and implement it in your everyday life without actually thinking about it as a way of studying. So, for example, you have to watch movies and TV shows and listen to music in that language and write and read in that language and talk to people um, that speak that language. That actually helped me a lot. I must say that streaming and talking with people that are from an English-speaking country has played a big role in my journey of learning English. So that's something I can recommend to all of you that are trying to learn a new language. It's just crazy how fast time flies. And I was just applying for high school yesterday. Next year, um, a senior. I was actually thinking about this a lot. I even miss my middle school. I don't even see my friends from there that often because we all have our separate lives now and we kind of divided our paths not in a bad way just you know people change and people kind of move and whatever for example my friend he moved to Canada he studies in Canada and he's coming back this week and we are supposed to meet each other and go like out so I'm really excited for that because I haven't seen him since middle school and it's so cool that he studies in Canada like wow you must be really smart and like independent to do this at such an at such a young age. I was thinking if I would like to do it. I don't know. I feel like I would appreciate it and enjoy it more at college. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even say. But I'm so excited to meet him. Of course, it will be safe and we will take all the precautions and wear a mask and everything because we're trying to stay safe. I'm also getting tested again. I get tested like two times a week because I'm doing my driver's license school and I need to do these practice drives. So I always need to get tested beforehand. So I get tested so often now. And yeah, don't worry. I really take all the precautions that are possible. I wear a mask and everything. So I'm trying to stay as safe as possible. Speaking of driver's license, that's another topic because... I am getting my driver's license now and some of you were confused that I'm like super old and yeah, I am turning 18. I'm turning 18 in April. I'm excited. And here in Europe or Slovakia, people can drive when they turn 18. I know in the US, people can start driving when they turn 16. It's a little different here. And I actually started the school the driver's license school in September and I was supposed to be finishing it now like by now but because of the virus it got postponed so I'm still doing it I will be hopefully finishing before summer and it's kind of good because when I finish it I will be already 18 so I'll get my driver's license and I will be free I can go on the roads you know and the process of getting the license in Slovakia is very different than in the US because I talked to my friends about it and it's actually more complicated to get it here. You need to first do 11 theory lessons. Every lesson is two hours. So 22 hours of theory about all the driving rules and everything. It's crazy. 
And after you do this, you need to do 15 practice drives. The drive is usually around one and a half hour long. And then you take the test. You need to take like the written test and then you need to do the test drive. And whew, it's, it's a lot, but I'm excited because I like driving. Like I genuinely enjoy it. And I feel like naturally, I don't want to brag, but I feel like naturally I'm good at it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's just my feeling. But I enjoy sitting behind the wheel and being able to be in charge, you know. But I like to have the control in a lot of things and just having the thought that, oh my god, I'm going to get the control of the car. I'm going to be the one deciding. That is just incredible. I, you know, it's like when you're small and you're driving with your mom and you're like, mom, can you please turn right and go to McDonald's? And she's like, nope, we have food at home. Well, now I'll be the one making those decisions so <laughs> i'm really excited for that and i think when people here especially here in slovakia where i live get driver's license like people my age their parents actually encourage them to get it because then they can use us as a personal drivers and and we are very convenient for them in some situations when they can't drive the car So my parents were the same. They were like, yeah, get a driver's license. Then when we will going out to the town, we'll be able to get a glass of wine. And well, you'll be driving the car. And I'm like, okay, I see, I see what you're doing there. And honestly, I don't mind. I think I'll enjoy it and I will make the best out of it. But you better know that I'll be making those decisions if we're going to McDonald's or not. So I'll keep you guys updated on that as well. How that's going because we will see i'm just on my i'm actually having my practice drive number two today so wish me luck i'm really excited i actually have to leave in like 10 minutes and go get the test the rapid COVID test beforehand and wait for the result and then get the practice drive it's crazy today is such a hectic day i had a test at school like 10 minutes before i started recording the podcast i did kind of well, I'm scared to see the result, but anyways, enough of that. Let me drink my tea real quick. Some people called me out for having a tea and a coffee obsession, especially at streams, because when I stream, I make this like big mug of tea or coffee and I chug it and drink it throughout the whole like stream. And people are like, you are obsessed, you're drinking too much coffee and tea every day and honestly i am i realized that pretty recently that i have an obsession with coffee and tea beverages like i can't go without drinking either a coffee or a tea in a day i usually drink both like we had this conversation in clubhouse the other day in your daily affirmation club and summer made this topic when she asks us to choose between two things like pick one or another And she was like, coffee or tea? Like, I go to the kitchen and I make both at the same time. And I like to drink the tea first. And when I finish it, the coffee is usually cold or like colder by the time I finish the tea. So I can drink the coffee like right after. And I am obsessed. I know I probably consume too much caffeine, especially at the days when I get yerba mates. Oh, God. Justine and Jenna started my obsession with the yerba mates and I don't feel like my body can take more caffeine. Like I need to stop seriously. But 
I'm living my best life. I'm enjoying it and it hurts no one. So leave it alone. <laughs> I'm a very obsessive person and I feel like people know that. And my friends, let me tell you, my friends and I are the same. They are obsessive. They have obsessive personalities as well. And you exactly know who I'm talking about. If you two are listening, you know who I'm talking about. Like if we start liking something, it, it can be a game, an artist, a song, whatever. Like we like it. Like we get obsessed. We, our whole life start, starts revolving around it. And I don't think it's the healthiest, to be honest. I started, I realized that and I was like, okay, I need to back off a little and take things a little less seriously because honestly, this obsessive personality isn't the best. But again, it doesn't hurt anyone. If I get obsessed with coffee and tea, everyone is fine. So please leave me and my obsessions alone. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Honestly, I think we are going to wrap up. I'm looking into my um, Boiling Thoughts production document. We have a, like a real Google Doc with my co-producers, Emily and Vitor. They help me with every episode. And we do like these ideas and things I will be talking about. We don't do scripts. I can't work with scripts. I honestly, this is like freestyle. I'm just talking. So I hope it works. But okay, I'm going to wrap up this. This is probably enough for an episode. If you made it here, you are a king or a queen. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure to leave a review either on Apple Podcasts or send me a voice review on Anchor. Also, you can check out the YouTube version as well. And make sure to follow the official Boiling Tots podcast Instagram account at Boiling Tots. Can you believe the username was available? Vitor reserved it for me. Vitor the co-producer. He's the co-producer of the podcast. You're the best. Thank you. Okay, I'm wrapping up. Thank you for listening and hopefully see you next week. And I hope you'll have a great rest of your day. Bye.